Coming up on the WAC Podcast, Grand Canyon knocks out another top five team in baseball. We're going to talk to Jeff Heride, the head softball coach at Seattle University, and some events around the Final Four regarding some WAC players. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner, along with Kendra Sheehan. Kendra, we have basketball is finally over. Uh, Final Four happened this past week in New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, congratulations to Kansas, who actually played some WAC schools during the uh, regular season on their way to the national championship. Yeah, and actually... In that broadcast, Stephen F. Austin was mentioned on the men's side because yes. they played Kansas, and they put up a pretty good fight. They, they sure have did. Jocelle Luttrell, who actually played at Kansas and transferred over to SFA, and so he was playing against his former team, and he hit some several deep threes against his team, but they were kind of talking about SFA and the style that they played, and I'm like, whoa, whack on the <laughs> big stage. Yeah, as I recall, that was a whacked-up play candidate. It was, or it was from the Jayhawk. He, he made a From the bird. Yes. Uh, and also, uh, Tarleton gave uh, the Jayhawks a pretty good game as well. And Billy Gillespie, a former Bill Self assistant when Bill Self was in the WAC, tying yes. it back to the WAC, uh, when he was at Tulsa, made an Elite Eight run in the early 2000s on his way to Illinois and then Kansas. So the uh, Jayhawks are the national champions. But several things go on in New Orleans. There's so much around the Final Four. As we, we talked to Drew Spira last week, there's coaches meetings. There's a coaches convention going on. Also, they had the college slam dunk contest and three-point shootout. We were more interested in the slam dunk contest. And Sean Miller Moore, who we've had on WAC Top Play, I don't know how many times the past couple of years, very good showing in front of a national audience on ESPN. Yeah, Sean Miller Moore is a dunk machine, and he uh, he had two perfect dunks, perfect 40 score. Yes. And I liked one of them. He wore Oscar Frere's jersey. Uh, his former teammate and uh, roommate, roommate yeah. who passed away last season. And so uh, really nice to see him tribute his friend on the big stage. And he had some pretty cool dunks, a little did. Uh, between the legs, reverse dunk. And, and, uh, and you look at his head up near the rim and what's Sean Miller, 6'5". I yeah. mean, the vertical leap, uh, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, what a tribute for Oscar Frere, who – we had on black top play so many times uh, during his career. Such a great player. Always wondered how he would fare in a, in a slam dunk contest like that. Interestingly enough, the winner of that slam dunk contest was Taze Moore, who was in the WAC just two years ago at CSU Bakersfield, was in the all-defensive team uh, for the WAC. He, um, he transferred to the University of Houston uh, and uh, won that uh, slam dunk contest. And He did the old Vince Carter where he dunked and then he kind of had his elbow his whole arm like in the rim, <laughs> uh, but he was he was a highlight machine as well. So was that, I was like, hey, that that name sounds familiar. And sure enough, uh, that was the same guy that played at uh, CSU Bakersfield. So little little whack connections, if you will. Yeah, always have the whack connections. And uh, the twenty twenty two basketball Hall of Fame was released. Tim yeah. Hardaway. Yeah, this was also part of that Final Four weekend uh, festivities. Tim Hardaway 
a former WAC, uh, all-WAC performer, WAC Player of the Year in 1989. He finally gets the call to the Basketball Hall of Fame. We had Russ Bradbird on the show last year, maybe two years ago, and he recruited Tim Hardaway to UTEP when they were in the WAC, a kid from Chicago who uh, wound up having a, a fantastic career. They, he called it the UTEP two-step. Uh, <laughs> when he was uh, at UTEP, they uh, later changed it to the killer crossover was his uh, signature move. And Tim Hardaway for the Golden State Warriors was part of Run TMC, uh, which was a play on the words for Run DMC at the time, a big hip-hop group, if you will. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullins. So it was T, Tim, M, Mitch Richmond, C, Chris Mullins. Oh, okay. Fancy. Glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> providing that insight. So that, that uh, induction, I believe, will be in September in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, the birthplace of basketball, uh, where James Naismith invented the game. Ah, okay. Well, we got some movement in the offseason from some of our WAC players. Uh, Seattle used Darian Trammell had entered the transfer portal a few weeks ago, and he has decided to go to San Diego State. He averaged yeah. about 18.7 points last season, 5.1 assists, and has two years of eligibility remaining, joining a uh, Mountain West team that could use him. Yeah, he was a tremendous player in the WAC and uh, had come from the City College of San Francisco and actually didn't even start at the City College of San Francisco. And He had actually had entered the, the transfer porter the year before, decided to come back to Seattle U, so was kind of hoping that was going to be the case again this year, but... Uh, Moves on to uh, to San Diego State, and you know we we could see several players coming into the WAC. You know, with the transfer portal portal the way it is, um, just a, a lot of movement in the off season with, in particular, college basketball, and and uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, and more movement. How about a new athletic director? Over at Dixie State, which will now be uh, Utah Tech this season, they have announced that Ken Beezer will be their new executive director of intercollegiate athletics. Very exciting for uh, Dixie State to have a new hire. Right, now, of course, they're going to have the, the new name coming up, uh, Utah Tech. Uh, he was the interim uh, AD, so he's been there for a little while there and uh, replacing Jason Booth, who stepped down uh, early in January. So uh, a great time to be taking over in uh, St. George, Utah, what what a growing area. Uh, first two years in the WAC and Division One have, have shown a lot of growth, and what wouldn't be surprised to see them continue that uh, under the next few years under the leadership of Ken Beezer. Switching over to track, California Baptist made some headlines this weekend when freshman Greta Karanuskite had an impressive performance. She won the 3,000-meter steeplechase, setting uh, the best time in the NCAAs this season by more than 10 seconds. 9.51.43, also a CBU program record, breaking the old record by more than 30 seconds. So Ooh. now the time to beat. Uh, it's still early in the season um, as uh, it's April. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, a great time. We're only about a month away now from the uh, WAC championships, which will be in Seattle this year. Coming up quick, and uh, tennis, another championship that is coming up before you know it at the end of April. And Tarleton women's tennis team clinches the Southwest Division. They're 4-0 in the WAC right now, and a little early to have clinched that, right? Um, it, It's a little different in tennis. There's not very many matches because they're playing in division. Um, 
and then they do take the week off before the uh, the WAC championships as well. But uh, for Tarleton, then just their second year in Division One in the WAC to to win the Southwest West Division, great accomplishment for them. Now they are not eligible for the WAC tournament as they are in that transitionary period. So this is a a, a big win for them. This is their what the you know what the best they could hope for in terms of in the WAC this year. So congratulations to Tarleton. Congratulations to Tarleton as we move right along. Baseball, we have some big games. Tuesday was a big game day for baseball. <laughs> we had how many games? 11? I yeah, we had say. a ton of games, a lot of home games and against a lot of big-name schools. Yeah, Texas. Utah Valley uh, knocking off Utah 14-3 to in a game in uh, in Orem. So a big win for the Wolverines. But the, uh, the one that gets the big uh, asterisk, the big highlight next to it, Grand Canyon beating Texas Tech 9-4. Texas Tech ranked number four in the country this year. Woo! What a win for Grand Canyon, who currently is sits at the top of the West Division, 10-2 on a two-game win streak. They're a team that we've talked about with Jacob Wilson. But it was Tyler Wilson last night with a three-run shot in the first inning that really lifted Grand Canyon. They were up 3-1 to one early on, and they hung on to win 9-4. to four, But now... Guess what? They get to play Texas Tech again today. So no uh, no time to sit around and slap each other on the back because they got an angry Red Raiders team uh, ready <laughs> to play them today. Well, they're certainly getting their uh, – becoming a battle-tested team ahead of the WAC tournament and possibly an NCAA's appearance. So getting those big-time wins, getting that big-time experience. Is- well, and not only getting that win, uh, also having beaten Oregon State, who was ranked number five in the country as well. Their their team uh, they're I mean dare I say they they could be an at large could we get two teams into the NCAA tournament you never know but when you beat uh, the number four and number five ranked teams and you have a good record yourself I mean you never know it's pretty impressive to the committee and when they're making their decision and we'll move right along to players of the week for baseball California Baptists David Martin earns the Hitter of the week and uh, UTRGV's J.C. Ariza, pitcher of the week this week. David Martin from CBU had a two-home run game and also a one, they, they had to play a doubleheader because of uh, the weather because usually in baseball they play Friday, one game Saturday, one game Sunday, one game. So on Saturday they played the doubleheader, had three home runs in the doubleheader. Whew. First three home runs of the season. He's more of a, uh, a leadoff uh, type of guy. He's a catcher. 429 on the week, 5 for 11 at the plate, and uh, was 2 for 3 with two RBIs, and they were both solo home runs in the 11-7 win over Seattle U. Ariza from Bellevue, New Jersey, made his way down to Edinburgh, Texas from Bellevue, New Jersey. Two solid appearances for the Vaqueros in a midweek game against Houston Baptist. He started, and again, we see that sometimes in the midweek games. You might have a guy who's normally a reliever or or something like that uh, pitching in a, in a midweek game, and he not only started, he struck out eight and uh, and got uh, four scoreless innings uh, for UTRGV before they uh, get pick up the victory there, eight to seven. And as we took take a look at our baseball standings, like we had mentioned, Grand Canyon sitting at the top of the West Division. California Baptist is breathing right down their neck, eight and four. Dixie State also eight and four, and Sacramento State is five and seven now. They, uh, they had started pretty rough, I think, uh, in whack play, and they've kind of turned things around. But as you take a look at the Southwest Division, Lamar still at the top, 7-5. and five. But look at this, Southwest. We have three teams that are 7-5. and five. All these teams kind of 
battling for those top spots in terms of seeding for the WAC tournament. Sam Houston also at seven and five, and Abilene Christian seven and five. Had an opportunity to see some highlights as it's going to be opening day for Major League Baseball this week. Woo! So uh, I know get yourself a hot dog and beer from the ballpark for, for forty nine ninety nine. You're going a little higher price than I thought there, but uh, raise uh, the prices for. <laughs> yeah, here in Denver, uh, Colorado Rockies opening up on Friday, so we're excited about that. So it is kind of seems to be like officially baseball season, although college baseball has been going on right. for quite some time now. But seeing some of those spring training games, the Rockies were playing the A's at Ho-Ho Cam Stadium, where we will have our tournament here at uh, the end of May. And that should be a lot of fun. I mean, you just mentioned three teams in the Southwest Division at 7-5. and five. Now, Tarleton... California Baptist and Dixie are not eligible for the tournament because they're still transitioning uh, from Division Two to Division One. CBU has been a fantastic team since making the transition. They already have a couple of WAC championships under their belt for the regular season. Right now, twenty and seven on the year. Won a big game uh, late last night against CSU Bakersfield. Uh, so they're now eight and four, won four in a row. CSU Bakersfield not a WAC team. Used to be a WAC team, but yes. Uh, it was a high-scoring, uh, late-night, uh, past 10.30 mountain time, if you will, ending. Did you stay up and watch it? I did not uh, do that. I stayed up as long as I could. Down the Grand Canyon game was also going on past 10 o'clock, but uh, wanted to keep an eye on both of those games. Looked like the CBU game was going to be going on a little bit longer than that, but a lot of fun uh, watching uh, WAC baseball. It'll be interesting to see who doesn't make the tournament as well because there could be some uh, – some teams that are pretty good that uh, might be on the outside looking in. As we look ahead on the baseball schedule, we had, you know, 11 games yesterday. The fun continues. Five games on tap for today, Wednesday, April 6th. We mentioned that Texas Tech Grand Canyon game. Stephen F. Austin will visit UTSA. Air Force will visit Abilene Christian Northwestern State at Lamar UTA. To be a new WAC team soon, uh, yes. we'll face Tarleton. So a lot of uh, non-conference games in a midweek game. Correct. And then WAC softball, we're going to talk to Jeff Herai coming up in our next segment, the head coach at Seattle University. And they have the WAC Ticket Smarter Pitcher of the Week this week. Yes, we got a chance to talk about Stephanie Madrigal. With Coach Hirai, she shut out Dixie State in a complete game win. She currently leads the league in earned run average and wins. She's been fantastic, and Coach Hirai was pretty complimentary of what she's done for the program. And Stephen F. Austin picking up the Ticket Smarter Hitter of the Week in Mackenzie Bennett. She hit 615 for the Lady Jacks as they won four games in addition to her eight hits at 13 at-bats. She had a 1.231 slugging percentage, so she was mashing the ball, if you will. And you had a chance last week to talk to the uh, fantastic pitcher for the Lady Jacks, Cassidy Wilbur. Yes, Cassidy Wilbur, man, she was a blast to speak with. If you haven't gotten to watch that or you didn't watch it live, then uh, head over to our Instagram. It is on there. She is so funny. We were uh, – I always like to look at the comments when we're going live, and some of her teammates, I believe, uh, had commented asking – that I should ask her what her favorite food, I think, is. Yeah, or, or pregame, pre-game meal. Pre-game yeah. meal. And it turns out she is a Diet Coke fanatic, I think it was. That no, was Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Dr. <laughs> I didn't remember. Whew. Dr. Pepper fanatic. I knew it was some kind of soda. See, I don't really drink soda. so yeah. Celsius. Um, but, yeah, only Celsius. 
sponsor me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she uh, she has to have her Dr. Pepper. And so, but you should definitely check that interview. She was a blast and she seems like she's very level-headed. She's an incredible pitcher, but she says, you know, she, she has the ability to be focused inside the circle and she's kind of learned, you know, a lot of it's a mental game and she knows when she gets in ruts and how to get herself out of them and very self-aware player, which is always great to have on the team. So, but you know, we didn't plug this week's Whack All Access right. had already passed. So, quick side note for you guys, so you guys don't. Now, knock on wood, because it's happening. I already got it confirmed. Confirmed, but it doesn't happen till it happens. It doesn't happen till it happens. We mentioned GCU's Sean Miller Moore, who competed in the college basketball slam dunk contest. He will be our special guest, 10 a.m. Uh, in Phoenix, which is. <laughs> MST. Mountain Standard Time. Yes, Pacific that. Daylight Time. Right. So actually 11 a.m. Mountain Time, if you are following that, would also 11 be. 11 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. Mo- MDT. Noon Central Time, if you're tuning in. Uh, <laughs> 1 Eastern. <laughs> what, what time is it in Hawaii? When? Yeah, we can figure all this out. But uh, back to softball. Yes. Sorry to mean to Side-track. distract into a different topic. But softball. Softball, softball. Speaking of. Cefe, Stephen Fawcett, nine in a row. Yeah, they're red hot and atop the Southwest Division, uh, looking like the team to beat. And we talked to Coach Hirai a little bit about kind of prepping for the WAC tournament that'll be here in about a month or so in Huntsville, Texas, and how the teams, they're playing in opposite divisions. So they're not going to see Stephen F. Austin or Abilene Christian or any of the uh, schools in the Southwest Division until you get to the tournament. And likewise for those schools, they will not have seen Seattle U and Grand Canyon and New Mexico State. So that'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Same thing in baseball this year where they don't play each other during the season. Big games this week as Seattle U will be traveling to New Mexico State. Coach Ray mentioned they had not played there in three years, which, uh, you know, with COVID and everything else, kind of the way the schedule fell, that they have not been there in that amount of time. But uh, we we saw the Aggies uh, take the series from Utah Valley last week, a very high-scoring series uh, Last week, and then uh, Utah Valley will be making the trip to Grand Canyon. Hottest team in the West Division right now. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. They've won six in a row. They're on an eight and one in the WAC. Um, but, you know, CLU is, is chasing them, and they'll actually play next week. So uh, we spoke with Coach Hirai about Yeah, he that, wanted to jump the gun on that I know, one. I know. And he's like, hey, whoa, pump the brakes. We got New Mexico State first. Yes. And then I'm like, but Grand Canyon. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then Lamar uh, traveling to Abilene Christian. I believe Stephen F. Austin uh, does not have uh, uh, whack games this week. Oh, let's see who they play this week. They do, uh, aha, the 7th, they're playing Louisiana Tech. Then on Tuesday, they'll play North Texas before they head to Lamar. So, yes, so, no whack games this week. So, all right. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk with Jeff B. Wright. From Seattle University, you're listening to the WAC Podcast. Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for more than 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan now talking with head softball coach at Seattle University, Jeff Hirai. Coach, welcome to the show. 
Thanks for having me and um, just glad to be get uh, Seattle University uh, on the map. Coach, I think your team has been on the map for quite some time. Last year, you win the WAC tournament at your home stadium in Seattle, and it seems like so far this year, the Red Hawks have picked up right where you left off. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we, we're coming, uh, we're learning, we have 10 new players, and, and we're just getting to know each other, and we've had some injuries, and and uh, we just, our culture just kind of keeps us going where we want to go, and especially we have, you know, two really good pitchers. Um, we have three really good pitchers um, that always will keep us in the game. One of those pitchers, Stephanie Madrigal, shut out Dixie State in a complete game this past weekend when you guys swept them. She leads the league in earned run average and wins. What has she done for this program in terms of keeping Seattle U at the top of the WAC standings? She's just a fierce competitor. I mean, she just uh, you get she gets the ball and she gives everything you got. And you, and anyone that wants uh, you want anyone in that circle that does that. And it just makes everyone better. Um, when she starts, she has that fierce competitiveness. Uh, everyone else kind of sees that because everyone's looking in that circle and, and uh, she brings that out into the team and they just, they want to play hard for her and, um, and play the best for her. And, and uh, cause she just, she gets in, she goes in there and gives everything she's got. And, and that's, it's so cool to watch how she's grown um, from even from last year and the year before that. Coach, a player that's been on a tear the last few weeks has to be Carly Nance, a player we've seen several times over the years. What does she mean to your team in terms of leadership? Yeah, for sure. She she brings a lot of experience, and, and uh, she's really confident in, in the batter's box right now. And, and, again, a lot of the players are feeding off of that. They're feeding off of her her. Uh, her energy and, and her confidence and it's fitting into, to the hitters before her and after her. And, um, you know, she, she's, uh, she is Seattle university, uh, softball. I mean, she was my first recruit and, and, uh, you know, she's been here for six years and, and she's given every ounce of, uh, her body, uh, mind, soul, and everything to this program. So she means a lot to our, to our program for sure coach you're on a four game win streak have won five of your last six games currently in second in the west division just behind gcu a team that you will face in the coming weeks do you feel like this team is coming together at the right time and how important is this game in terms of uh seating for the WAC tournament we'll never look past new mexico state uh that that trip is going there is is, is going to be tough going there tomorrow uh, it's just a different place to play um, the elevation and the time and the time how to get there and it's just a it's a tough trip so we won't look past them but uh, you know Grand Canyon's done a great job and they've always had a great team and and their new coach Shannon's been you know obviously done a great job there and and we will when we get to that point we will uh, we'll look into them and and it comes down to it it's all about seeding and 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 winning the tournament and uh, hopefully we'll be there at the end. Coach E. Rye, the WAC tournament will be coming up here in about a month in Huntsville, Texas. In fact, Kendra's going to go down there for that big event. Last year, there were only four teams in the tournament. This year, there's eight. Obviously, a big difference. The other big difference is not having to the opportunity to play the teams in the other division 
prior to the tournament. How do you handle that during the season? Do you do any scouting during the year, knowing you're going to face some of those teams in the Southwest Division? Or how do you handle that, knowing that it could potentially mean a, a trip to the NCAAs on the line? Yeah, it's a tough, tough situation uh, for them, too. I mean, they don't know us and we don't know them. And, and uh, you know, again, we go game at a time. But, yeah, you, you look over at the standings and see who's over there and where we would go and, and who we would play. But um, that's my job as a head coach. I hope my players aren't doing that yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, we take a game by game and, and and have I looked at them a little bit my staff has looked at them a little bit but again right now our eyes are on New Mexico State and in this trip coming forward and you know after that we'll get ready for University of Washington who we play on Tuesday at, at home for the from in my first time in my tenure here uh, they're going to come play us and then you know obviously the the beast of uh, GCU so um, you know it's it's game at a time and you know, when we get there, we'll start, you know, scouting them and, and uh, go from there. Coach Hirai, I like to ask this question because sometimes this player isn't somebody that shows up always in the stat sheets or headlines the game. Is there a player that has stepped up or surprised you this season, whether it's on the field or what they do in the dugout? Our second baseman, Lily Garcia. She's she's done a really good job of just being um, – starting her from her freshman year, playing a little bit, and then, you know, stepping into a more of a, a defensive role uh, last year when we won it. Um, and then this year she's stepped up. I mean, she's just worked so hard uh, at her on her offense and her leadership. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of her to, to see the growth she's had um, and how hard she's worked. Um, I see a lot myself into her because, you know, I'm a five foot six baseball player playing against six foot three people. And she's kind of the same. She's a, a smaller type player and she's just feisty. And, and, you know, she swings a big stick and, and I, I couldn't be proud of her that she's just come a long ways in her, in her mentality and in her work ethic. Coach, you mentioned you're heading out to New Mexico state, always a tough t- place to play, especially with the Kathy Rodolph coach team and we saw this past weekend the Aggies really lighting up the scoreboard a lot of double figure games against Utah Valley this past week how do you control their offense especially in that ballpark you just do you just compete I mean I've we haven't been there in three years and uh you know we went to we've been there and and uh had some success there but um uh it's it's just different to play there. The elevation, the, they swing it. I mean, she does a great job recruiting. I mean, that's what I would do if I was there. I would just get a bunch of bombers. Um, and uh, you just got to contain them and, and manage them. And, you know, our offense has to show up and, and do our thing. And, and like I tell my players, it's all about us. It's all about what we do and how we control what we can control and just limit the things that we need to limit. And, uh, compete and compete every day and the wins and losses will take care of itself. Coach Hirai, you mentioned earlier the culture that this team has. How do you go about establishing that culture and what would you say is the identity of this team? It's our work ethic and our fight that we do, you know, in our conditioning and, and um, how we just do things here. We, we, we lift hard, we condition hard all through the year. 
Um, they buy into, you know, they have to get extra swings in and, 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 and get in and put that work ethic in um, to, to gain confidence. And, and we started that, you know, from day one um, when I took this job over seven years ago and uh, they really bought into this and into it. And, uh, and that's what we do. I mean, that's what we try to, we try to preach here and, and they they really buy into it. Like I said, with Lily Garcia, she is she's the epitome of what we are, what we're trying to do, and and hard work pays off. And and um, you know that's that's our culture. And they buy into it. And they, you know, that's kind of how we do things. Coach Ray, thank you for taking some time out. Good luck on your trip, and good luck the rest of the season. Kendra will be seeing you uh, in just about a month down in Huntsville, Texas. Appreciate it, and then. Uh, you know, thanks for all the time and and uh, giving us uh, a platform. That is Jeff Hirai, the head softball coach at Seattle University. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACsports.com.